0: Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my students, friends, and welcome back to Hachzik, our daily mood of Messiah We have today number 64, Baruch Hashem. Here as we are wrapping up the uh, Nikias from Gaiva, we discussed yesterday how it can manifest itself in very humble ways, and we're going to wrap that up in summary to close up the chapter of Gaiva, and then we're going to open up the topic of Nikias from the next evil character trait that we've been working through, which is anger, ka'as. (laughs) Vayetim says The Ramchal summarizes for us. All of these different attitudes are a result of ga'iva. Which causes, and he says how how dangerous ga'iva is and how it impacts even the greatest of people or even the smartest of people. It causes wise people to regress, and it makes them silly-minded, it makes them foolish. Masira Lev Rashi It imbalances the heart of the Rashi the, the leading wise people, the leading sages. V'yafki Talmidim shimshu And certainly it impacts the and the students of Rabbanim, who have, you know, not learned enough under their their rabbis, under their teachers. they've barely opened their eyes to the Torah from the Rebbe, or the Torah, of, the Torah in general. Kvar Believe in their mind, in their heart, they'll think, I'm the wisest. I'm just, just as wise as, as the next wise man. And all the Mishlei, Mishlei tells us, All haughty hearts are an abomination to Hashem. Again, the, the word abomination comes again. And someone who desires to attain the, the true midah of Nekias that we're talking about here in Mishlei Sharm. They have to remove themselves entirely of any sort of gaiva whatsoever. Any sort of gaiva. Veda, And then not only, the Ha'ala tells us, is it considered abominable in eyes of Hashem? Tov Hashem kol alev, but it's even unfounded. It doesn't make sense. Veda v'yavid. We have to know, veda, know, Vyavan, understand. And don't just take His word for it. Don't just hear it and say, okay, I know, that's the truth. Understand this. Ki gaiva el mamish. You could think, oh, maybe this guy, Taka, isn't a brilliant, brilliant guy. Maybe he is deserving of praise. Maybe he's not so unfounded and, and misguided to say, I deserve I deserve to be honored because I have this massive, amazing quality. No. Gaiva is nothing but absolute blindness, in truth. It's blindness to the, to the true reality. Because Gaiva brings someone to the point where they don't even realize the Hasronos what they're missing, what they're broken, what's broken within them what they need to work on because someone would see this and recognize the truth they would they would avoid all these possible arrogant ways <laughs> excuse me because they say I'm I'm, I'm worthy of praise I know the I, I know I know how weak I am in certain areas I know I I'm, I'm not I'm not very advanced in certain things yeah I may have certain really great qualities but there's plenty about me that is not worthy of praise, let's say. So they'll run away from God, like, I'm, I'm gonna, I am I'm going. deserve to be honored? Just get out of here. It's ridiculous. The Odin Dabram is that if someone is able to see the truth, but someone's at Zabal Gai, he doesn't even see it. He just says, oh, I know the best. I know, I can't even hear what anyone else has to say. The means embassy is that and we're going to talk about this further later in chapter 22, 23, um, in the Shlavim, the, the uh, Shlavim of, of Bechaz Ben Yar, the steps in the ladder, Way down the line, we have anava. Because anava is such a difficult, challenging thing to acquire, that's why it's a higher level and it's further down the line. Later on, in the steps that the Rambachas Ben said in his brisa, pointing out, make clear to understand: just because we make clear ourselves out from from Gav, from arrogance, doesn't mean that we're actually an anava, right? This just means that we're we're not blind to taraches ronos. We realize that we are not, we 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 can never get we should, we should can and should never get to a point in our life where we say, well, I'm so great, I deserve praise, right? That's that's removing gaiva. That doesn't mean you're a humble person, right? That just means you are recognizing the reality of your situation, which is, I don't deserve praise. I, I'm I'm am broken like everyone else. I'm imperfect. I have imperfections like everyone else. Beautiful. So that wraps up the mida, uh the evil mida of gaiva, and we now go into the evil mida of kas of anger. It's a good one. Now let's talk about anger. This is, uh, it makes sense that it comes right after Gaiva, right? Because, kas, the, the root of anger comes from a place where you say, I have a certain expectation of how I think I should be treated or how things should go, and then things do not go that way or I'm not treated that way. I mean, I'm deserving a better, therefore that angers me, right? It comes from Gaiva. that I deserve, I deserve to be treated a certain way and it's not happening that way. I know best. I know it's supposed to be this way and it's not being this way. Okay, problems. I'm angry now. The root of, of anger very much comes from place in Gaiva. So it makes sense it comes next. Um, Bekas is a, That's uh, it's a very, very difficult meter that that, uh, that a lot of people deal with on varying levels as we'll see. There are many levels. Hine. So we're going to start from the most intense like we did before and, and get to the more subtle. Hine. yesha ragzan sha'amru whenever we're talking about anger. Hine. yesha ragzan sha'amru alav kalakowiski lo'avidubadazara. There is a level of anger of someone that's such a, a terrible temper, that on that, specifically the Zohar and Baratius, Sefer Baratius says the famous quote of uh, koes someone that gets angry, kilo is as if he committed a vodazara. and what what level of anger are we referring to here? This is a person that gets angry at anything, anything and everything that's done against what he wants. And he becomes so filled with anger and rage that his heart has, is is no longer with him. He, can't, he he's 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 lost himself, and he can't even he can't even think clearly. He's 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 blind. He's totally blind and foolish by his anger. <speaking in Hebrew> this person, if he had the ability, if he had if he had the button, he would he could destroy the whole world with his with his insane rage that he's going through. <speaking in Hebrew> there is zero rationality with him. He has no intellectual capability at the moment that he's angry. tam mamish. He is totally irrational. Like all the animals in the, in, in the wilderness who are just maul their way through life to, in order to, to survive. They just rip things to shreds. That's their nature. Regarding this level of anger, of rage, the says in EOV, You who tears himself apart in his anger, Shall the earth be abandoned for your sake? And certainly, someone in that is such rage; it's very easy for them to fall in terrible sin. If his anger brings him to that, to that place, an opportunity to sin. Because he has no nothing to withhold him or motivate him other than his anger. So wherever his anger sends him, that's where he's going to go. That's, that's that's the most extreme, and that. That is what, at least according to the Mizel Sharm, that's what the Zora means when Kolakois, Kilo Oved, People do throw out that phrase uh, very universally for anyone that gets angry ever that it's like Oved, Zara, and I'm sure there's some truth to that, but at the very least we see, according to the Ramhal, that it's specifically referring to someone that has such a level of anger that he always gets angry at anything that goes, goes against what he wants. That's the most extreme version of rage where they totally lose themselves. Okay, now the second level. It's a little less than that. The Ashkas and Reuch there there is someone... Um, who is actually pretty far removed? According to the saying it's a big jump from from the first and the second. Far removed from the first kind. It's not that every single moment that something goes wrong, he gets upset. No, not in everything. But on occasion, he's triggered. Something happens. He gets angry. In that situation, he gets extremely, his rage takes over. I would imagine similar to the rage of the first person, but it doesn't happen all the time, just only on occasion. This is what Chazal tell us that they're referring to in Mishnah, Mishnah Navos. This is someone that it's hard to make angry, right? He's not someone that gets angry very often, but it's very, very difficult to, to satisfy him, to appease him also. And this certainly also is absolutely bad. Because even if he only gets angry once a month, once a year, what happens when during that angry spell can be extremely destructive. And afterwards, even once he's he's chilled out, the, the storm has passed. He the damage that he did when he was angry is not damage that could be repaired, or maybe very very difficult to be repaired. So even though, yes, this is someone that he doesn't get angry all the time, like the first person, so it's, it's, it's a pretty far cry from the first one, still, that anger that he has can be massively destructive. So, we'll go right there for the further, further days, in the coming days, uh, looking at the the next couple of le- levels of, of anger, uh, but we should be zocha to, to avoid anger at all costs. It's so destructive. We can lose ourselves, uh, let's avoid costs as much as we can, um, and, uh, and, and looking forward to continuing along these lines. Right in the coming days to learn more and more about what Kass is uh, and the different ways it can manifest itself. Lachaim, you didn't have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a Shear by Hachzik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzik dot com or call five one six six zero zero eight zero eight zero.